Welcome back to the Dante's Paradiso podcast, a journey in the original Italian. And today we're going to talk about a very interesting topic, which is the Greek tradition versus the old Catholic tradition or the Christian tradition. And Dante's really big argument here that what he presents as his cosmology here is eclipsing or expanding on the old ancient Greek philosophy and mythology as well. So this is taken then from Canto 4, line 49 to 63. So it's just 15 lines, but he expresses so much in these five tercets about how his cosmology surpasses the Greek tradition. Dante uses the example of Plato's doctrine on the souls to show how the Catholic cosmology gives us a bigger picture than the Greek and includes the source of all being. After Beatrice has explained how the souls return all the way up to the Empyrean and are only projected into nine spheres to communicate the level of blessedness to the human intellect, we move further to another very big claim. That this cosmology is bigger and supersedes the Greek spiritual cosmology of Plato. The way Dante presents this argument is also respectful and builds on the idea of allegory to express deeper truths about ultimate reality. He first points out that the souls do not return merely to the stars, as Plato puts it, but further into the mind of the divine and into the eternal realm of divine light and love. In this case meaning not the sphere 8 of the fixed stars, but indeed all the way up to the 10th sphere of the Empyrean. What he argues next, though, through Beatrice, is very interesting. She grants Plato two caveats that might make him partly right. The first is that Plato might have used the stars as an allegory for something even higher, to the very source of being itself, which in that case makes it a somewhat of a misleading allegory. In that case, it should have pointed to the source of the stars instead, and not the stars even as an allegory. But it reinforces the point from the tercets before that allegory is a necessary vehicle to communicate deeper truths, both in the example of Paradiso itself and with the biblical stories as well. An interesting touch is how Beatrice argues that, in Italian, quel che temeo dell'anime argumenta non è simile a ciò che qui si vede, meaning that which the Timaeus, which is a Plato dialogue, argues about the soul, is not similar to that which we see here. Meaning, that which we are seeing here in the Paradiso. This is an argument by inference, but still an effectful one when considering the clarity of the structure of Dante's cosmology. The second caveat is that if Plato intended that the earthly life and the human soul was metaphorically under the influence of the stars, in quotation marks, as in under an influence of divine qualities and spiritual virtues, he might be partly right in what he is writing and thinking. But she also says that the way it is stated, in a more simplistic and monolithic way, with one soul block to one star, will cause misunderstandings when misinterpreted which had led to, for example, naming the planets or the stars as they saw it at the time after one god each, like Jupiter, Mercury and Mars. 
implying that a star or a planet has one spirit instead of the blended substance of a myriad of qualities as explained by Beatrice earlier. So overall, Beatrice grants Plato a possible partly right in his efforts, but points out that one, if the stars is allegorical, it is misleading in terms of the final destination of the souls. And two, the idea of stars as a metaphor for the unity of the spiritual and material is a correct one. But in a much bigger picture, what Dante is doing here is tying back to one of the most overall themes of the whole Divine Comedy. That the Christian Catholic cosmology is an expansion and a much richer cosmology that also includes the Greek tradition. This idea goes back to the earliest church fathers like Origen, stating that Christian theology is the supreme expression of the Greek tradition, meaning it has an eternally bigger spiritual dimension with the divine as the highest aim and that from which everything emanates. And also that which embeds everything, like how the spheres themselves are like a spinning ball of spheres, but within the eternal and infinite realm of the Empyrean, beyond time and space and in the mind of the divine. So in short, Dante is using an example from Plato to illustrate this point that yes, the Greek tradition is full of wisdom and beauty, but it is not the complete picture. We need the divine and the spiritual to have this fully revealed which also points back to why Ulysses in Inferno Canto 26 sinks with his boat before Mount Purgatory, as his intellectual pride blocked him from opening these realms of truth and revelations. And if Dante is right here, this is also great news for everyone who loves Greek philosophy and mythology. You can keep all of this and cherish all this tremendous beauty and wisdom but also opening your mind and soul to something much bigger and gradually aspire to the main purpose of Dante's comedy, the journey to finding and unifying with the divine and with the heavens.